welcome. Today we're going to talk about following up, building up your pipeline, some prospecting, but more or less how to really follow up and what are the things that you need to do and say to follow up. So get your pens and papers out and take some notes. Let's go have yes. some fun. <laughs> take, take some screenshots of what we have for you. Take some notes, ask some questions, and obviously follow up any managers afterwards. If you have any questions, please, please, please. Exactly. So let's go ahead and start with sales statistics, right? 48% of sales people never follow up with a prospect. What? 48%. Wow. It's insane, right? 25% of sales people make a second contact and stop. You can you just, just, just take about this for a second. How many people get these online leads? They pay all this money, right? On a monthly basis. Yep. And they get one phone call and never even follow up, right? And they're like, well, you know what? These leads blow, they don't work, right? <laughs> That's the first thing you say, right? 12% yep. of the salespeople only make three contacts and stop. 12%, that's insane. Only 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts. 2% wow. of the sales are made in the first contact. 3% of the sales are made in the second contact. 5% of the sales are made in the third contact. 10% on the fourth contact. 80% of the sales are made from between the fifth to 12th contact. Just imagine. If you follow up five to 12 times, you increase your odds to 80% to get a sale. What do you think, Jimmy? You I think mean, it's that, worth that, that's insane. <laughs> well, I mean, but that also from, you know, from what I heard, like, what is it? Um, 20%, uh, 20% of uh, real estate agents make up 80% of the amount of sales, you know, on the market. So that right. kind of lines up perfectly with this stat that if you're not following up, obviously it, it takes five to 12 contacts to somebody to actually get a sale and make a deal. Half of them are quitting right away. Another quarter yep. of them are quitting by the second one. Let's do another 10. That means, I mean, that's, that just hits it. That's why you're not following up. You're not closing the deals. That's, and, and we know the buyer lifestyle um, cycle and even a seller too, even though the market is absolutely insane and we're seeing things that we've never seen before. It takes time. Some people start, it takes them a year or two years to be ready to actually, you know, buy a home or prepare to sell or whatever it is. So follow-up is definitely key to be able to make some sales and making some money. You know what I mean? Absolutely. 100%. So you, you want to go ahead and start with this slide there, Jimmy? Yeah. So basically this is uh, just a nice little graphic that kind of shows, you know, where everything starts. So we spent a lot of time yesterday, um, you know, talking about the market, talking about your why, coming up with goals, business plans, aspiring what you're going to, what you're going to actually do, what your purpose is going to be. We spent all day today around sell and sellers because that's the type of market we're in. Right. So we talk about how, you know, all the pillars and things that you can do to go out and try to get business. Well, that's awesome. You've had some conversations, you've met people. Well, what happens? Well, that's where this first piece starts. You get a lead. Okay. You start, you start off with a nice lead. You got to get some information. We're going to really discuss more of this as we go down. But the more you start to talk to the client and follow up, they turn into a prospect, qualified lead. When you start, when you have someone who's actively engaged, out there looking, ready to go, that's when you're working with your client. When you get them actually under, uh, and obviously as a single agent, they're a client when we go under contract and we have them sign a single agency notice. And then mm -hmm. finally, you have your closed client. And in each one of these, there's certain type of follow-up that you have to do to get them to the next level or possibly prepare them to start it all over again. 
100%. And let me just add to that because we always talk about making phone calls, right? And contacts. What is a contact? We got to make sure we, we define that. A contact uh, is eye someone. Contact. <laughs> yeah, you got eye contact. Like you're going on a first date. You need some cont- eye contact, right? Right. Oh, right. But you, if, if you're on the phone, it, they have to show some slight indirect interest. Yes. In real estate, right? So when you say to tell someone, you know, hey, you know what, go ahead and make 20 calls, but today you got to at least get, you know, five contacts or 10 contacts. Well, you know what? It may take more than 20 calls to get those contacts, right? right? Because as you can see right here, it says name and contact information for someone who has expressed interest, right? And then someone who has a clear interest for a qualified lead. So guys, please take a picture of this because you need to know the definition of, of a contact and what you're working with. Right. Very, very important. And remember, as you're going and doing all these things, the end, the end all be all when you're setting your goals is, you know, we want to set an appointment. So kind of think that in, in your mind as you're going through and doing these things. Yes. Hey, guess what, Thomas? I talked to 10 people today. Yeah. I didn't talk about real estate though. You know, I didn't, I didn't talk about real estate. I just asked how their kids were doing, you know, on point, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, you know, that's not necessarily contact. Right. You know, exactly. Yep. Exactly. And 100% you, when you're making these phone calls and you're going for the, uh, and you're looking for those contacts, someone that has a clear interest in something, remember you're going after the appointment. Great, great, great. Um, thank you for pointing that out, Jimmy. Very important. It's all about the appointment. So meeting new people. Mm, let's talk oh, about I'm scared. It, right? I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> the simple fact is that if you never meet anyone, you will never have anyone to sell to, right? Hello. You know, we hear it all the time. Just talk to somebody, you know, <laughs> just talk to somebody. If you don't like to talk, wear your name badge. People will walk up to you and say, you, uh, you're a realtor? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the next thing is not to say, yes, I'm a realtor. Say, oh yeah, great. I am a realtor. Are you interested in selling or buying? Ask the next question, right? Yep. Whether you're encountering them on the first time in person, online, or over the phone, it doesn't matter. Get a one-on-one within a conversation about their needs and you've at least started down the path to success. Heck yeah. Did I skip one? No, okay. Go ahead, Jimmy. So obviously, um, and I know that they talked a little bit about some of these things, but you wanna make a personal connection when you are doing whatever it is, whatever activity is that you're doing or whenever you're out and about. Um, You don't have to be the best at everything to succeed in business as you listen to this. Um, you just have to be competent and likable. I get a lot of people that I mean, I'm not competent whatsoever, but they love me. You know, that's just, you know, that's how it works. Love Jimmy. Um, you, <laughs> <laughs> people do buy from people that they like, right? They, you want to be able to build a relationship, build that trust, and they're going to turn around and want to, and, and actually buy and buy from you and, and work with you. So then you want to develop the ability to connect with your clients and make them trust you. We just kind of hit on that. And 90% of your sales process is done. They're going to listen to everything and everything that you say. They're going to trust you throughout the entire transaction. They're going to use your lenders and use your inspectors. They're going to do everything that they need to, to make sure the, to make sure the process is, is perfect. Right. And bottom line, if they like you, trust you more than like they're going to do business with you. Yes. Right. That's the easiest thing. That's why we always talk about a spear right? A sphere is our lowest hanging fruit. These people already know you, like you, and trust you, right? Why, aren't, why, why wouldn't they want to help you, right? Right. So it's, it's just all comes down to that, 100%. And be genuine. Like, don't like, you know, it's the same thing we talked about social media stuff. You don't, you don't want to fake it. 
Don't fake it till you make it, or you're gonna you're gonna break it. Is what's gonna happen. Okay, that's my new saying. I just I, I like it. Fake it, make it. You're gonna break it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so don't don't fake it to make it. You know, be honest. If if they trust you, they're gonna and you're genuine. They're gonna listen to you. If you're talking about the way your property looks or what house is selling for cheaper or more expensive, or well, this house is definitely a, a lot better looking than yours, or you're you're gonna need to declutter. You're gonna need to do this. They're going to listen to you. And again, the whole experience is gonna be much much better for them. Exactly. Cool. So, so now what? Yeah. What do we do now? Like, so we've yep. got all these people, we talked to them and we already showed what it looks like when you do follow up and when you don't, but I wanted to kind of throw this out here. The definition, the act of following up an action or thing that serves to increase the effectiveness of, of a previous one as second or subsequent, subsequent, I can't, subsequent letter. I can't even talk right now. I'm so too good. hopped up on Mountain Dew <laughs> uh, letter, phone call, text, email, email, or visit. And in real estate, it's going to take anywhere between six to 12 contacts before they're going to do the biz do business with you. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. It's not always going to be on the first contact. Not everything's a lay down guys. You got to work, you know? <laughs> yes. I mean, you're going to get some of those and that's fine. Take them when you get them. Exactly. You still got to work for it. Got to work for it. So follow up with every lead. Follow up is a big area where agents fail. If you aren't going to take every lead you get and work to death, then you'll never be a top performer. 100%, right? True. You're just going to burn through leads and you're never going to get the what you need to get out of that individual. Because remember, if you're burning through that lead, that same individual is calling someone or someone's calling them to get their business. Working every day, every lead, until it either closes or clearly not a lead anymore. I can remember being in the field. I would call people and call people until they's like, do not call me anymore. <laughs> this, this means is that you need to <laughs> do not call me. <laughs> this means that you need a system to make sure that nothing gets dropped or forgotten. That's what we're going to talk about. Okay. Post it. Oh, let's say, let's talk, let, let's sure, talk real for a second. Yeah. Have the, has this ever happened to you where you forgot about someone? You didn't Absolutely. follow up with them. Yep. And then all of a sudden you either get a call, you see a post, you run into them. They sold and bought media. their house. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, I bought a house. And, and now, now you're pissed off at the world because, like, you know, that, because they didn't use you. Yes. Uh, it's, it's just scratch your head for a minute and say, well, oh, yeah. did I really do my, look yourself in the mirror and say, did I really follow up with them? Well, now I had a colleague right here. I mean, I used to go into her office and she would just have all these posts. I mean, it would be sticking on a, on a, on a computer. It just be posts everywhere with names and numbers and, and like little, little notes. Listen, guys, we're going to show you a profound system that you could put all this information in and you can just extract it anywhere you want as long as you have a, a phone, a computer, anything, and it's going to be date, time, stamp, and it's going to be a beautiful thing. So just okay. be prepared for this. <laughs> so leads and follow-up, closed sales and future sales, 130K. We, we say always say that your client is worth $130,000. Think about that for a second. He's like, well, how is that possible? Well, if they buy a home, eventually they're gonna to have to sell a home. They know people, so they're gonna refer people that business to you, right? So just think about it. It's just a revolving yes. circle once you once you build this relationship with these individuals. Right. I mean, if you're already to this point, you know, if you're already to this point where you're out there knocking on doors, sending CMAs, making the phone calls, working on absentee owners, whatever it is, working your your you know your sphere, you're already putting all that work in just to get their information and say yes. You know, that's you're putting all the work in. Keep rocking and rolling with it, and worth 130 grand. You better believe it. I mean, you better believe it. Better believe it. 
did you say you're sure? I'm like, he said, don't call me. Did you say you're sure? You don't want me to call you? Is that like what you want? So, you want to go ahead yeah. and hit this one? Okay, so 12 Deadly Sins of Prospecting. Not prospecting when you should, right? Okay. So I always say, right, you have, you have Simmons Realty, you have you know, Jimmy McNally Realty. These, you, we're working under a broker, right? You have to run your business like a business, guys. What, what time are you going to open up your doors? What time are you going to close your doors? And what are you going to do in between the time that you just open and close, right? You have to schedule, I prioritize when you're going to do things. So if you're going to, we have our morning meeting from 8.30 to 9.30. Okay, great. Take a little half hour break for maybe from 10 to 12. You're going to start prospecting, right? You have to allot the time when you're going to prospect. You have to allot the time when you're going to follow up. Oh, yeah. Use the scripts to their entirety. Don't just take one little thing out of it and then, you know, try to make up the rest. It doesn't work, okay? The, the road has already been paved. We know what to say. And trust me, if you do it like we ask you to do it, you're going to get results. Accepting a no when the yes is a, is a possibility. Hmm. There's always a yes. Until they say, don't call me no more. Don't knock on my door. Leave <laughs> right. me alone, right? <laughs> you're good, right? And eventually they're going to turn around and remember you it's, and then call you and say, you know what? Yeah, I do need some help. Like, yeah, right. You know, people, being... people, people kind of appreciate, you know, people that's, you know, that's persistent in some oh, yeah. ways, you know, they, they couldn't appreciate that. Uh, stopping after the third or fourth questions when you're not, when it's not responsive to their answers, allowing interruptions in the office to get you off track. Listen, when you come to your office, Come to office to work. Yes, it's a, it could be a fun place. We want it to be fun and all that yeah. stuff like that. But, you know, there are some people that want to work. They don't want to be bothered. You know, I was telling Jimmy, we were going over our slides and stuff. And I was just like, you know, if you look at some of the top performers in the company, they're no, no, there's no BS with them. These guys come in there. They do their work. Hi, bye. See you later. Got to go. Right. Um, not remaining focused while you make your phone calls. That's also being distracted, right? Mm -hmm. um, letting one conversation with one person defeat you mentally. I Listen, you, <laughs> you could call for sale by owners. You could call anybody. And sometimes they can be very harsh oh, with yeah. their words, right? We can't take this personal. I always try to tell everybody, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a psychological thing. Everyone has the right to say no. If you can just say, law of averages. How many no's is it gonna take for me to get a yes, right? If right. you could say, if I get all those no's out my way, I'm getting closer to a yes. Psychologically, oh, yeah. that's how you have to play the game. I mean, you have to think that like, we're predisposed to say no. Like, Absolutely. We're just, we're just used to saying, we're, it's just like our what, fight or flight mentality. Like we're used to saying no. Like, and then you finally start talking to someone and they cuss you out and say, don't ever call me again. And it right. ruins your day. And you're like, well, now I'm not going to call anyone. That's fine. Well, guess right. what? Somebody is going to call them. They are going to run across somebody and they are going to do some type of business in real estate. You have to be persistent. You got to, what is it? Roll it off your shoulders. You know, uh, 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 yep, uh. You exactly. just roll it off yep. and keep moving. Keep moving. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, not use your energy or enthusiasm. I, I sent it over to you. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it right now. It's okay. Uh, we got you. To persuade people, right? I got enthusiasm you. Enthusiasm to, to, to help persuade people, right? Now, we, we, we know about tonality, right? We know about mirror matching. All that stuff is perfect, but you just can't be like, hello, um, uh, do I speak to Jimmy? There has to be some energy, okay? Um, All right. How are you, uh, how are you doing? 
Exactly. Forgetting one, yes, is all you need to make it a great prospecting service. Stop prospecting on a sour note to ruin the rest of your day. That just goes yeah. back to a no. If you, if, if you get a no and, and it really hits you kind of hard, you know what? Like you said, shake it off. You may want to go outside, walk it off, you know, go, uh, go online, read some affirmations or something that's going to bring some positive energy to you and then get back on the, on the phones or whatever you, however you're prospecting. And start prospecting knowing one to 11 is the problem on your list, okay? And that one to 11 is from not prospecting to stop prospecting there. Okay, so moving on, because we got a lot of slides to go over. Yeah, we're, hey, we're, do, we're making good time, man. We're making good time. So let's talk about follow-up. You know, follow yeah. up on every lead. Every lead, need, every lead needs to be kept in one place, okay? And all of them need a minimum amount of information. And we're going to kind of go over some of this stuff. Now, the more you can get, the better. The more you can get, the better the conversations are going to be with this potential prospect, client, lead, what uh, close sale. But obviously, you're going to need the person's name. <laughs> yep, that's definitely going to happen. All their contact information. So phone number, email address. Honestly, if you're going to be using our CRM with Zap at Century 21, you got to have the email address. And if you want to use the mobile app, you're going to make sure you want to have their phone number. How else are you going to communicate with them, right? Um, what property they contacted you about? Okay. And where they come from, if, it, if the property, you know, wasn't, if they're just given a call, uh, what is their time frame? Time frame is super, super important. Do they need to move in a month? Do they, are they looking at next year? They're getting, you know, they're, they're moving jobs. Someone's having a baby. They're getting close to the family, whatever it is. You need to know those kind of things. If they are buying, you know, what are they looking for in what area, you know, ironing out some of those things. Um, oh, I love this one. What are their emotional hot buttons? So what do they get excited about? What do they get angry about? You know, there's more agents in this country than there are listings, right? And I have had many potential clients, prospects, leads, give me a call and say, I could not stand because the other realtor I was working with would not communicate. And they, they won't communicate in any, whatever it is. So I know right then and there that communication is huge, is huge. They may come and say, I, I don't want this. I want this, or my wife wants this, or they... You know, we talked about mirror matching and, you know, if they're, if they're more of a visual person instead of, I mean, you can't really, when you're talking to them on the phone, you know, talk, show them pictures, but you can explain how beautiful and large this kitchen is and, and help them envision their family coming into this home and, and having dinner and lunch. Um, if you don't have any or all information you need, don't be afraid to contact them and get it. You know what, if you don't get it all, that's just one more reason to call them and get more of that information. Because how are you really going to provide a service to them if you don't know, you know, what's going on? You can't just go off of a name and a phone number to be able to do that. And don't, sure. and, um, and don't worry that you'll be bothering them. Instead, worry about <clears throat> who they would, you know, if they for otherwise forget who you are or if you fail, to, if they ignore you. Keep detailed notes and conversations, notes, conversations, notes, conversations. I've had many times where I started with someone a year and a half, two years ago, and then all of a sudden, boom. And I kept detailed notes. So I knew exactly what was happening then. They were, you know, one was the, the wife was pregnant. She had a baby. It's been a year and a half. You better believe the first thing that came out of my mouth is, oh, how's the baby doing? You know, how's everything go? Oh, you got another one on the way? Okay. That's why we're looking for a house now. Okay. I got you. I got you. So if right. you want to add anything to that too. No, I, I think that's very important that you, that you take down detailed notes because, mm -hmm. you know, um, if you're contacting them, <clears throat> You always want to ask what's a better you know um can i call you in a week or can i call you next week and stuff like that and if they don't pick up that following week you have notes to jog their memory that you right. can add and then immediately you just pick up from where you left that and asking questions is key guys 
Um, if you don't know what to ask, they, we have something called a lifestyle profile sheet um, that you can ask, um, can use, guys. It's in, you'll find it in dot loop. And it will literally just break down every single question that you need to ask a buyer or seller in regards of, yep. especially with the buyer on their needs and wants. Okay. So um, if you need that thing, just go ahead and put um, in the search bar and dot loop lifestyle profile sheet, and you'll, you'll, you'll get that. And that'll help you ask the right questions there. And <clears throat> keep it in front of you. Keep it in front of you the entire time. And one other thing I want to add to that, which we should have thrown on there. I can't believe I didn't think about it. When you're talking to them, find out how they want to communicate. You know, are they, do they need you to pick up the phone and call them? Are they okay with text? Would they rather have that? Would they rather have email? Would they rather you send messages on Facebook? I'd use all of them depending on what the client wants. So it's very important to make sure you identify what they want and how they want to communicate. Because if somebody wants a phone call and you're shooting text message, messages, they're probably not going to respond, right? Right. So, and, typically, and typically the way that you initiate the conversation is typically how they want to communicate in the beginning. You know, because if it came through the email, if it came through Facebook true. or things like that, it true. indicates, you know, what type of delivery they want. So very, very <laughs> glad you brought that up. And that's where the methods of follow-up is right here, guys. So if you want to take a screenshot of that to keep that in your arsenal, it's a great way to uh, keep that in mind. <clears throat> Asking for what you want. This is a typical big problem with real estate rookies, but you'd be surprised how many veterans forget this piece of the puzzle too. It's not always easy, but you have to ask things to get them. Ask for the sale. We're not tour guys. Okay. We're not just here to just open up the door. As someone's looking at the home, you have to ask questions. Can you see you and your family in this beautiful family room? Can you see yourself in this kitchen? You're, you're asking, these are buying questions. And the more you get in a yes, the closer to you can ask for a sale. Because after, and what you want to do, especially right now, where the market is, you should be taking down notes for these individuals um, based on the questions that you're asking. And then at the end of the day, you want to say, listen, how do you want to, on a scale one to 10, what number do you feel? 10 being the highest, what would you give this home? An eight. Okay, great. The next home that they look at might be a seven. The next one might be five. Now you can sit down with them and you can remind them of which home they felt was the best. Okay. Asking for the appointment. We all, when, we, when we're making our phone calls, we got to ask for a point. When are you generally free? In the mornings, afternoons, or evenings, right? Give alternate times. We want to make sure that we're, we're we, every time that we get in front of a buyer or a prospect, there has to be a purpose for us. Yes, we want to find out what their needs and wants are, but at the end of the day, we need to get in front of them so this way we can actually do a presentation. And this, I think this is huge right here. How many times do we have people that literally say, you know what, Jimmy, I got a referral for you. Okay, great. Listen, Jimmy, when you, um, when that person calls you, just let them know to give me a call. Okay. Yeah. No, stop. No, no. Pump the brakes, guys. Jimmy, you, hey, hey, Craig, you said Craig, is, Craig might be wanting to buy a home or uh, an Airbnb. Okay, great. Yes, you have Craig's number? Oh, yeah, yeah of course, good. man. Can here I, you go. You might, you might, you, is it okay if I grab his number? Yeah. You know, so this way I can give him a call. Just give him a heads up that I might be calling. So this way he knows who I am, right? Right then and there, I've got the number. So this way I don't have to go back to Jimmy and be like, hey, Jimmy, remember that guy Craig you told me about? You know, I, I, he never called me, right? So again, we have to ask for what we want. You want to add anything, Jimmy? No, I think you hit it on the head there, man. 
I mean, again, it's a, we're, the reason we do all this stuff, the reason we, we follow up, the reason we prospect is to set an appointment, right? We're going to set an appointment. And if you don't ask for it to set in that appointment or you don't ask if they want to buy that home or if you don't ask to get that information, I mean, who knows if it's ever going to happen? So you have to ask for those. And as, and as I say, ask that many times is asking for what you want. <laughs> for what you want. Asking you shall receive. <laughs> you know, don't, don't wait for people to call you, Okay. You know, for the clients to say they're ready or for the buyers to tell you that, you know, this is the house that they want, you know, you should be having those conversations with them and, and be direct and ask them, is this the house for you? Are you ready to put this on the market? Um, you know, when are you free? Or just have a specific time. Hey, I'm free between three and five today and, and 12 and one tomorrow. When do you want me to come by and, and preview your home? You know, I mean, do we, I mean, whatever works for you, but you know, you want to give them some, you don't want them to have all the control. You give them all the control to say, oh, I'll get back to you and let you know, be like, Hey, I can be there tomorrow between one and two. How's that sound? Let's take a look at it. And again, like, and, and like Thomas said, you know, why don't you give me your friend's number? Um, and then I'll, I'll reach out to them. Then you don't have to worry about following up with me anymore. I'll reach out to them and we'll get them taken care of. So all of these things are great closing questions. So you can set that appointment, get write that contract or whatever that might actually look like for them. And actually, and always remember to repeat and confirm, repeat and confirm. I think we, um, I think we may have missed, we may have missed the, well, we could do it a little bit further down too. Okay. The uh, zap stuff. Okay. Let me go back. I think we went a little. You were, yeah, you right there. The that was it right there. Yeah, that's yep. it right there. Okay. Go ahead. This is your specialty. Okay. So. <laughs> So before I get into it, you know, with Century 21, we have quite a few ways um, that you can actually do follow up. We have RCRM, which is Zap. There's also Business Builder that you can put, you know, past clients and things like that into it. Um, if you're not with this real estate company or with Realogy, they, the main thing is to have a CRM. Hands down, have a CRM, that one local spot that you can put all of your information when you go into. Now, if you can stop sharing and then, or can I just share on top of you? Yeah, go ahead. I can okay. stop sharing. I'll stop sharing. You go ahead. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to show you uh, two quick things that you can do with our CRM um, that you could take. So if we're talking about a, we're going to talk about sellers right now, but um, with our CRM and Zap, there are there are many follow-up plans and automatic drip campaigns that you can do that you can kind of get some of those contacts to your um, potential clients or prospects. Now this is does not. This, this is not the only way to follow up. Don't get me wrong. You do need to text. You need to call whatever's going to work for them. But this is a good way. And this program will remind you and let you know, hey, it's time to follow up with this person. So if you're not sure what you want to do, put them in here, put them on a follow plan and let's go on. So I'm going to show you this. Buy, this Well, he's a new buyer. I need to change him to seller. But this is Keanu Reeves. Woo! You see my screen. All right. Right, Thomas? I see it, man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so he was in between shooting uh, some John Wick movies. Okay. And I ran into him. Really cool dude. He bought me some Chipotle. No, anyways. So <laughs> what I'm going to do here is, so I got, let's just say I'm out there. I find a potential seller that may be interested in selling their home. Maybe they want to see a May done. Conversation was pretty good, but when it, we want to keep rocking and rolling. Um, what the first thing I want to do after I put them into the CRM, um, and we'll get to some of the questions, Rachel, in just a minute. Um, after they go into the CRM, you're going to notice that I put a lot of information, even from birth date, what he was actually looking for, where he's looking for, as much information as they can. But the main stuff will be email and phone number. But what I want to do, since he's thinking about selling his home, is I'm going to go down here and click on business. Okay. And I am going to scroll up, excuse me, wrong way. And what I want to do 
is since he's thinking about selling, I'm going to set him up on a home value update um, alert. Okay. So I'm going to put his address in here. This is really not Keanu Reeves house. Okay. Just Especially like, in Sun City. <laughs> right. How about all of Sun City? Okay, cool. So what I just did within two seconds, I'm presenting, I'm trying to show it on the screen that takes a minute for it to go through. I just set up Keanu Reeves on a weekly update that will let him know what's happening around his home property-wise. So nothing crazy. I didn't set up a huge search. And even with, with this follow-up email, it actually has some links that they can that he can go to and look for some home value tools to see kind of you know what some of the major players out there are saying that the house is worth. Now we know that's not always correct, so you got to put that disclaimer out there. If you really want to know what your property is worth, you need to come and see me. The other thing I want to do, so two seconds there, we're done. The next thing I want to do is I want to set him up on a follow up plan because I want to follow up with him. Okay. And I don't, and you know, I don't want to put it on a piece of paper or handwrite it into a calendar. I'm going to actually put it in here. So every time I log in, it's going to remind me that I have to follow up with them. So I'm going to click on add a follow-up plan. Now, the cool thing with Keanu Reeves is he's actually an absentee owner. Did you know that? He owns a whole bunch of properties. And I talked to him. He's like, yeah, I'm thinking I might want to sell it. So what I'm going to do now, there are a lot of preloaded follow-up plans already in here. So use what's already there. If you want to make your own, go ahead. I like being an overachiever. So I went ahead and I made this called Jimmy Seller. This is my, it's only in my zap. You can do it yourself. And I basically set up an eight contact point follow-up plan for either absent, for an absentee owner. Now, what this does is first off, I'm going to have to call him, have a conversation with him. Oh, guess what? Here's the script. I'm going to follow it. I don't know what to say. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right here. After that's done in a day, he's going to get an email that says, yo, what's up? Hey, we got a serious inventory shortage in our market, man. And it's going to go through. This automatically goes out. I'm not even going to touch it. That's two contacts, I think, right there. Then another couple of days, I'm going to shoot him a call again. Here's another script. And then I have some emails that go out afterwards. So, And the cool thing with this, just so you know, and again, this is just a Century 20 century 21 and religy thing is you can even put graphics and stuff like that in there too. So these are the emails. I'm going to select that one. That's eight touch points. So now not only did I get him an email that's going to talk about his neighborhood and what's happening, he's going to start receiving emails and I'm going to start getting reminders that I need to follow up with him. How long did that take? What does it took you? Five minutes? Five minutes. Can you get your Keanu Reeves phone number? Uh, yeah, Kim, I can help you out with that. No problem. I don't think I was, was I not supposed to ask that. that was, <laughs> At least she's paying attention, right? She's asking you know questions, right? She's I'll, asking. I'll <laughs> she's asking for a referral number. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. So this is a, a great thing to look at. And then the other thing with our with our uh, CRM, and then after this, we'll keep rocking and rolling. Zap is very intuitive. Our CRM is very intuitive. It will let you know when they're opening emails, if they're going onto your website, and it will tell you what they're doing. Now, the Keanu Reeves has not been doing this, so we're not going to have a score or anything on him. But I am going to take, I was going to take somebody who was not, oh, let's do Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is my contact too. I know all of them. I know all of them. 
So Brad Pitt, this is actually going to tell me where he's looking. And actually this one, they're not, they haven't been on either. So I guess I need to play around with it more, but they will tell you where they're looking, what they're doing, how often, what, if they're saving any properties, um, where they're looking. Recently viewed home. So I can actually look at this and see three days ago that this, this one client of mine looked at this home right here in Land Lakes. So pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. Very cool. Absolutely cool. So I'm going to stop sharing that. So we can go back to the presentation. Right. Share. Let me go back over here. Um, Chat. Let me answer one question on this way. It says, is there a way to create different groups in Zap like you can with Business Builder? Um, yes, you can. You can actually set them up. You can set them up for, uh, there are some preset up things and other. So you could do um you do buyers sellers renters you know whatever it is but there there are some ways that you can adjust and put them in groups um that way if you'd like it does make it a lot easier if you're trying to do some bulk you know bulk stuff so so setting up appropriate expectations once you have the contract signed your clients are committed to the process then it's all about meeting expectations and make no mistake there will be expectations whether you set them on set them up for your clients to do this is why it's important to set those expectations yourself. So you don't want to get blindsided by something the clients decide to expect without consulting you, right? So um, we, we also have a, the yellow brick road that they actually can follow that we could shut the uh, expectations as well. Um, we could send that out as well, Jimmy. Um, you know what that, the informa, um, yep. yep, for the buyer's expectations. The best real estate professionals are mastering or setting the expectations. They know what reasonable timeframes are and they don't make promises that they can't keep. They let clients know immediately if things need to change and they set the new expectations quickly and decisively, leaving no room for the clients to wonder and worry what happens next. Guys, this is extremely important when you're working with clients. It's whether they're new to, the, um, uh, to buying something or they move up buyers or move down buyers, setting the expectations is crucial, okay? And this way, everyone is always on the same page. And, um, and, and kind of just to add to, to all this too. So, you know, follow-up isn't just for a brand new person or, or potential client that's coming into your, into your sphere, into your CRM, whatever it is. Follow-up happens across the board through the entire life of your client before, middle, contract, close, and after. So everything that we're going over, it's not just about, hey, here you go. It's just because you got a lead, let's get them closed. All the stuff we're talking about is things that you want to consistently use all the time to keep some of that business up. And so this part here, we're going to talk about taking care of, of taking care of the details. So you must treat your business like it's a business. I mean, Thomas, you hit it on the head, like set schedule, set time. You know, you don't just go into any business whenever you want. Well, unless it's 7-Eleven, they're open 24-7. So you're good to go. But, you know, have the time, treat it like a business. It's not just about going out and giving high fives to everybody and meeting everybody. You have a goal in mind. You got into real estate for a reason. Keep that in your mind that this is a business. And that means that having a system in place though, to make sure that all deadlines get meet. Uh, appraisals are ordered, home inspections, are response come in time, appointments aren't forgotten and problems are solved. You don't wanna run into a, a day after an inspection period and your buyer says, oh, you know what I decided? I really don't want, I don't like this house. We're not, we can't move anymore. Well, did you do a disservice to your buyer by not letting them know that this was coming up or disservice to your seller if something's not happening correctly through the process and letting them know when this stuff is happening. This is all part of the follow-up process. And this is where a lot of people lose it too. 
going mm-hmm. through that. Like I've had so many conversations with other sellers and buyers that they just didn't know what was happening once it goes under contract. They just have no idea. But you should have the systems to make sure that your clients and you are smart and smarter. I like this. If you're really smart than the other, other side's clients. And I think that happens with Century 21 a lot because we are contract gurus, ninjas, masters, or whatever Absolutely. you want to call it, you know? Yep. Yep. I hold on to every deal and work it till it closes. Let nothing go. So you work it until you close and or it's dead, right? Yep. That's what happens. And then top performers improve their closing ratios, increase their per hour earnings. So if you look right here, this is something that guys, you can, it's like a cheat sheet that you can use where it actually gives you, and you can go into dot loop again and look at your critical date time sheet. And this literally, you go ahead and put the dates in here. And what you want to do is you want to put the dates in here for yourself. And then you want to go ahead and put it on your calendar and your phone, and then also give it to your clients as well, both sellers and buyers. So they all, everyone's on the same page. So everyone knows what to do. Everyone knows what the expectations, what their obligations are, which is very important. I mean, Jimmy, you said something that, that, that is crucial. I mean, someone has an inspection period and they do it as is contract. And we know that they're able to get their escrow money with they cancel within the, uh, the um, inspection period, right? But if the inspection period ends, it was on the, on the say today, what? Today's the 20th. And they said that, you know, um, it was, it ended on the 19th. Guess what? They just lost their escrow, right? Because the inspection period on the 19th and now they want to cancel on the 20th. So it's very, very important that we make sure that they understand what their obligations are. Yeah, it, it, this is, I mean, I mean, because I mean, use that example even a little bit further. They do the inspection with the two days, they have five or six days left and we still have the right to cancel and it's in the sole discretion of the buyer until that inspection period's over you better believe i'm still making that call on the day of the last day of the inspection saying hey do you want to move forward and let me answer a question real quick so james you said you got an email saying that new moxie works platform is going to be rolling out we don't have the exact time time frame of it um so i should we even be covering zap in this call yes this is the platform we have right now if you can log into Moxie Works and use that, then go ahead and do that. But we don't have it yet, but it will be coming out. And when that happens, we'll be switching over. But as of right now, Zap is our CRM. That's where all your leads go into. Any type of lead that comes through the office or through Century 21 goes through Zap. So, I mean, unless you just want to hold off and not follow up and do anything through the system and keep track of it. And then uh, when the other system comes out, which I'm not sure when though, I just don't know. So I would use what we have that's free and rock out to it until something, something better comes out. Um, Michael said, uh, if they're not looking, do you email and coach them in looking? Absolutely. You pick up the phone and, and give them a call and, and find out what's going on. They could be on vacation. Who, who knows? It could be something happening where they might have put a halt on not, you know, wanting to look for a home. They could have a change of mind. It could be anything, but definitely right. communication is definitely the key. Yep. Paying a close attention to your oh, you money. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go All ahead. All right. Lots of agents tell me that it's not about the money, it's, it's, it's for them. It's not, it's not about the money for them. It's about the people. Okay, let's just keep it real. What we do when we build relationships, right? We do a great service, but at the same time, we also receive a commission. This is how we live, right? This is how we eat. This is how we put food on our table. And that's great. I love helping people too. But if you don't focus on making money, you're not going to make any. Real estate is your business, your livelihood, and you deserve to be compensated for your skills and services you provide. If you stop paying attention to the money, you'll do things like 
negotiate, negotiate your way of your commission, give it away. You won't take no referral fees. You just want to be nice. You work on listings that will never pay you anything reasonable compensation for the amount of work they are because you feel bad for the person. You take overpriced listings so that the sellers will like you and you don't make uh, buyer sign contracts, right? We already know that we're independent contractors. At the end of the day, it always goes back to running your business like a business, right? You're gonna be compensated for your hard work. Think about this, guys. We said that it takes five to 12 times to do a follow-up. The 80% of the follow-ups, it takes five to 12 times. That's a lot of work, guys. Oh, yeah. That, that doesn't happen. That, that could happen in three, four, five, six months, those, those follow-ups. So at the end of the day, just think about the work that you have to put behind it in order to get this prospect in the contract, get this, get this listing, and think about what you're worth, right? You're worth every dollar. And remember that. Don't cheat yourself. We got a question that says, what is the bar five contract? Uh, Mike, I'm assuming the far bar five. So there's a couple different types of, con there's a few contracts that are out there. You have the as is um, residential contract and they have the regular residential, you know, far bar contract. Um, basically the difference, I mean, they're going to go through contract stuff tomorrow. So I'll let them go through it. But as is gives the buyer the sole discretion, the right to cancel within this inspection period. There's a couple other things with permits too, but on a residential contract, um, there are repair limits. Um, that the seller right. will have to take up to to a certain amount um, sure. and some other things, but that's yeah, and it, it holds it holds the holds the buyers you know feet and the seller. They can't just leave. The they can't just bounce right. out. You can't do exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, so again, I guess this is continue. All these yeah. things result in working too hard and not making you get you what you deserve. It's not your job to to do the right and the wrongs of the world. It's your job to make a living for yourself, preferably a good one. And it's not about the number of deals you do. It's about how much money you get to keep in when the deals are done. You have to focus on the money if you want, hope to be successful. If you're not making a profit, you run a charity, not a business. You don't get grants like charities to make ends meet. Nope, he ain't paying the bills. <laughs> exactly. So pay a close attention to your money. You have to yeah. keep up with the changes in technology, which Jimmy just went over, industry regulations, buyer and seller priorities, and economic conditions. The skills that I've listed above will take you further than any flashy marketing plan or social media technique. No matter what's going on in real estate, these skills will be the difference between a good agent and a great one. Go ahead. All right, cool. So, um, you know, as we're going, we still got a little bit of time left, so we're going to keep rocking and rolling. So, you know, a few thoughts to kind of think of being a highly productive agent. These 10 things actually came from, like, we didn't just make them up. I'd be like, hey, I think we should do Let's, let's do 10 things, Thomas. And I'll throw, I mean, I could say I'm a highly productive agent and say that, I mean, that's cool, you know, but I didn't just go down the street and say, Hey, give me something. But these are 10, 10 things you need to think about every single day um, to be a highly productive agent. First one, starting every day with zero. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Keep the past in the past. Okay. I'm going to be in the future present right now. Whatever happened yesterday happened yesterday. Start at zero every single day. Operate every day with a level of enthusiasm that will go way beyond the normal for you. So get some energy in there, get some enthusiasm. Again, you went into business for yourself and you're gonna have financial freedom like you won't believe if you're doing all these things that we talk about, it's unbelievable. 
Start every day with a commitment to make sure you achieve the goal you set. It all starts with goals. You're going to have the, you have to start with the goal in mind, or you're never going to make it to that. You're never going to be able to achieve it. You have to start with your goal in your mind and it, break it down by day. I need to contact 20 people to set one appointment today. Or I'm going to contact as many as it takes. Like we hired that, we had that calling service to call 400 people in a day. Yeah. Okay. It's insane, right? Have yeah. fun. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun. Allow yourself. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Uh, allow yourself to do more business in the month of May than you ever have. So I want you to, you know, a lot of things we're teaching you. And I know Chris talked earlier about the next 90 days, the next 90 days. I want you to start next month. Look at one of the best months. If you've been in real estate for more than a year, look at, look at what you did last month. The best month you had last year, start this May and try to beat it. You know, set that, set the, set the level high. You know, I love this one. Have five to six role play partners. So you got a coach, Definitely find five to six of your peers and role play, practice the scripts, practice your follow-up calls, practice all of this stuff that we're talking about. The better you are, the easier it is to communicate and to build that trust with those clients that you're trying to obtain. Just Try to, to do hundred percent. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one, one thing to that, the five to six play um, role play partners. This is something else that you can do too. You know, as you do presentations and listing presentations, do a recording. Oh, of yourself, yeah. right? And then take that to your coach and then you guys can critique it. And it really, you can hear the downswings, the upswings and things of that nature. And it really will help you along the way. Go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's good. I mean, that's perfect. And you know what? The technology and where we're at now compared to where we're five, six years ago. I mean, you better believe I'm going to go back and look at these videos and say, all right, should I not have wore this jacket? Should I, could I project it a little bit better? You know, should I, you know, should we have matched? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But you can always go back, take a look at it. And if you have someone that just, if, if you're scared to talk to someone, do it in front of a camera, use Zoom, record it and watch yourself or listen, just record and listen to how you're talking to people. Um, try to do 100% of all these things, like top highly productive agents, do all these things every day. Try, give me four to six weeks. Like, I mean, go 90 days. Just do, do these items that we're talking about these last few days and tomorrow, last two days and tomorrow, um, and, and do these things and see what the outcome is. We already know it's going to take at least 30 days to start building some of the habits. So that's why we say four to six weeks. Commit 100% to be more coachable. Okay, that was probably one of the hardest things for me. I was never wrong. I'm never wrong. I'm always right. I, you know what? I learned quick. When, I wasn't, when I'm not paying my house payment, I'm not paying my car note, I'm buying ramen, now I'm buying tomahawk steaks, new grills, you know, all that stuff, you know, <laughs> and that has nothing to do with being coachable, but you want to make sure you're coachable hundred percent. Find that person that's going to be a drive you. Coaching is key. That is true, Lauren, hundred percent. Accept the fact starting today is going to make you uncomfortable. Okay. Through uncomfortable comes challenging. Challenge comes change. You're never going to get to that next level if you don't go through that uncomfortable phase. So start making the calls, start doing the follow-up, start doing all those things. It's going to suck. You're going to hate it. Coach, get better. Role play, get better. And all of a sudden, you're going to get to that point. And then it's like, boom, there's going to be rainbows, butterflies, unicorns, all that stuff. You know, you're, it, it happens. I'm telling you. Work every day on mastering the basics of real estate sales by prospecting every day, effective follow-up, effective presentation, and negotiation skills. These are all things that you want to practice and make sure you're on point. Follow-up takeaways, schedule yeah. time for your follow-up, right? Remember we mentioned that you do your prospect in the morning and do your follow-up at the, in the afternoon, however you want to do it. 
take detailed notes on what clients wants and needs are and personal information and timelines to transaction the hot buttons. Enter everything into your CRM, Zap Business Builder. Or Moxie when it comes out, okay? When or Moxie, Moxie works, when it comes out, out. do that too. Set follow-up plans, like how yes. Jimmy did. He had the dates, right? He had the information, right? One thing I also wanna, wanna share with you guys is that when you follow up, we wanna make sure that we change the information that we're following up with, right? You don't wanna follow up with the same question and the same we thing. We don't say the same thing all the time? You wanna say the same thing all the time, right? Yeah, change it up. Like, you know, I nobody wanted to hear what, yeah. what, you know, what, what yesterday's news was, right? You know, right. If, if there's some, something that just sold or something that's just listed, that's new information. Mm -hmm. Always make sure as a follow-up, you consistently bring in new information. And, you know, as you're taking those, as you're taking all those detailed notes, that's part of it. As you're having those conversations, write down the things that you discussed, because again, you don't want to sound like an idiot calling them every other, calling someone every other week and saying the same exact thing. Take what you've given, the conversation that you have, write some of the key points, because then that's just is kind of extending the conversation that you had a few weeks ago. You just Absolutely. kind of pick up where you left off and give them some new information. Absolutely. And use critical date timelines after the transaction. We talked about these are all the takeaways that yep. we talked about. Follow up after closing, anniversary, birthdays, life changes, holidays. Listen, this is really important. You know, I, for me, just what I do with, with the agents is I have rows. Everyone that comes, the new hire, I make sure that she puts their birthdays in my calendar. Because when that special day comes, I'm Johnny on the spot. I'm saying happy birthday to her. Okay. Don't lie. These little, you know these, you're driving to their house singing happy birthday in front of the ring camera, like happy birthday. Like I got you. Like you know, at the end of the day, it's just yes. it's just making someone feel they're they're special, right? Making them yeah. feel important and, and letting them know that you you're thinking about them. So please, please remember that each person is worth how much, Jimmy? 130k. That's what's up. 130K. <laughs> exactly. Right. And then think of this, like, and I think that that's a lot of low hanging fruit is the follow. And I think if you talk to agents that have been doing this for a while, I don't mean like, oh, my past clients, you know, they refer me, they do this. And that happens. Trust me, it definitely does. But the idea of all of these things is you want to be top of mind, top of mind for every single person that you're talking to, no matter what it is, they're going to think, oh, I think, oh, I just, I got another two dogs. I need a bigger place to live. Oh, I remember Jimmy sent me a uh, happy Easter, a happy, happy cheese day or something. I, I don't know, but just continuing to follow up and get in front of them. So when it is time for them to do something that is real estate related, or they have questions where we may be able to help them out, we want them to think about this person right here or right exactly. over there on the other side of the screen here. Stay top of mind. That's right. Man, we want to get on time, man. We did good on time. Woo! That's what's up. So listen, for so this is just like a recap of what we talked about. I, you know, Jimmy, you want to go ahead and uh explain Yeah, this so slide? it's just it's just another look. We we talked about it first. I mean, that's how important this is understanding yep. the follow-up and how many times it's going to take to actually follow up with someone. This is just another graphic, very, very similar. After the first contact, right? 50% of salespeople they give up. Okay, so you're going to give up like 50% of you right now that are on this call or on this on this video are going to give up after the first contact. 65% more after contact too. I mean, just look at this. It takes at least five contacts until you're going to get to that point where you're going to start transacting with them. At least five. 
probably even more from everything that I've researched and was reading. It usually sounds right. Eight or nine. Some of them were like 12 or 13. Like, I mean, that's commitment. That's commitment. commitment. Yeah. But guess what? You get to that point of that many contacts. Is that worth 130 grand in their lifetime? (laughs) I don't know. I'd be all right with that. You know, it's just, I had a um, agent. She just hit, she's going over a two year mark, but um, last year she hit a two year mark. And so this will be her third. And one of the things that she did every time she got a lead, she put it into zap. And let me tell you something. It works guys. She was two years in the business and made a six figure income last year, just because she did her follow-up. Her name is Andrea DiFilippo. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. We've, okay. Sat We've sat down. See, because because of what she did, it the fruits of her labor paid off later, and she was able to get do a six figure income. So guys, the proof is in the pudding. It works. Yep. Take the notes, put them in there, put detailed notes, so this way you can follow up. You know, let me let me add a little thing on the buyer standpoint. I know we're talking a lot about listings, and you need to get listings to survive, which is completely true. But you're going to get a lot of buyer leads, a lot of buy, and they take time. You have to coddle them, you know. And it, again, it may take time. Don't forget about them either. Take the time, follow up with them, and when they're ready, maybe it's not now. Maybe it is this time next year. Maybe it's the end of this year. We want them to think of you, top of mind. Follow top up. Mind. Follow up. I think that's it, right? I think that's it, my man. Six minutes to spare. So I guess. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank, thank you, and thanks for joining us. Yes. Keep that pipeline full, baby. Keep yes. those phones ringing. <laughs> and for all of you that have that have been hanging out all day, thank you again for spending another eight, nine hours with us. We got one more day to go. Uh, starting again at 10 o'clock tomorrow, uh, we are doing the, it's uh, Craig and Jeff will be rocking out the bulletproof buyer process. Boom, chocolate. That's like a lot. Say that really fast, say, like 10 say, times. Say bulletproof. <laughs> Bullet, bulletproof fire process. I, there's no way. I'm going to say something that we probably will need to edit out of this. <laughs> so join us tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a lot about uh, on the buyer standpoint. So yep. live role plays, buyer process. We're going to hit contracts hardcore. We have a uh, basic contract class tomorrow we also have a more advanced that's really gonna next level kind of get you in there and get you to become that contract ninja that we're talking about earlier um we're going to talk a little bit about negotiating leveraging and negotiating multiple offers because that's insane right now in this market insane and then we're going to close it up so be there be square (laughs) i can't believe i just said and have a great night guys thank you for joining us thank you so much all right bye